This is one of the greatest baseball players, not just in the history of New York, but more saves from the left side than anybody in the history of the game. So many big games between Cincinnati and, of course, our New York Mets. And uh, he knew a lot of folks that perished that day, and he has remained so active. I know he knows Frank Siller very well, Tunnel to Towers. John Franco was born in New York and never left New York. So to me, he is the epitome of New York greatness. And he's kind enough on this busy day to hop on for a couple of minutes. My man, the great John Franco. Johnny, good morning. How are you, pal? Good morning, Sid. How are you doing? I'm great. Always, uh, always great to talk to you. And as I told you yesterday, I know your daughter is coming in today. Mine's coming in Monday from college. But um, right. tomorrow's our, our annual radio time. We had been doing the last couple of years, John, Cohen Children's Medical Center. But this year uh-huh. we've moved it over to Frank Siller and Tunnel to Towers. And I got to tell you, I'm not sure if you still want to hear this. Or you do, you don't. I don't know. But when I think about that tragic day in this country's history, you're one of the first people I think of because of how courageous and how much you love this city. So that remains true, John, even now for me, 20-plus years later. Yeah, yeah. That the uh, You know, I, my teammates and I, we, we got involved right away in the Tunnel to Tower of Frank Stiller and the family. They do a tremendous job uh, from day one. So, uh, you know, we just did a little thing. Uh, they, they continue to do what they do every year, and, uh, and they do such a great job, not only for the – the Tunnel for Towers, the fire and policemen, but also for the Wounded Warriors also. You did more than just a little thing. I mean, you and, of course, your skipper back then, Bobby, and Mike, of course, hit that big home run. But everybody remembers you with the NYPD hat, the FDNY hat, and all the things that you did. And you, and you did know, John, a lot of folks that actually died that day, yes? Yeah, yes, a couple of firemen and some policemen. So, you know, guys are one, one of the guys with one of my son's little league coach. So, oh. uh you know, we we the, the Met organization did what uh, did the right thing. We did, you know, go around to the firehouses and the families and uh, uh, you know see the kids uh, and just to put a little band aid on a big wound. You know, we were talking about how nine eleven John Franco came a year after the Subway series, and um, I was talking about this this amazing documentary which I saw, Nine Innings from Ground Zero, which uh, everybody should watch. I know you've seen it, John, and. Rudy Giuliani and all these great people. By the way, Andrew Giuliani, Rudy's son, loves you because I'm a Yankee fan, but I love John Franco. Every Met loves, every New Yorker loves John Franco. Um, but but that was a year after. I mean, the Subway Series, such a huge thing. Who could imagine, John, a year after that, we'd have the worst day in the history of this country? I know. Well, nobody could imagine that. Uh, nobody could imagine an attack on the, in the U.S., something like that. Uh, was this a tragedy? And uh, yeah, just a year later, you know, the Subway Series was in 2000, and then 2001, uh, obviously the, uh, the the terrorist attack on the on the World Trade Center. I asked, I forget who it was, uh, some med. I said, would you trade the 69 victory over Baltimore and the 86 victory over the Red Sox in the World Series to have won that one against the Yanks? And, <laughs> And I swear to God, they said yes. You know what's funny, John? Then I said to Bernie Williams, I said, if you would have lost all four of those other World Series before, would you be okay if you still beat the Mets? And he said yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the players, you know, the guys would be lying to you saying it's just another game. You know, even during the the, uh, the interleague play, you know, get an interview by 
by you know TV reporters and, and newspaper guys and saying, oh, guys are just here that cliche, like it's just another game. But deep down inside, uh, you know, we wanted to beat the Yankees and the Yankees wanted to beat us. But uh, and both ownerships wanted to win against each other too. So uh, it was a great series. Uh, always when we play the Yankees, even in the during the interleague. Uh, we had some good games against them, and uh, I think it was just great for the city that both uh, both teams played well, and we had a, a nice World Series. But unfortunately, we were on the the, the short end of the stick, and uh, and the better team won that series. I'll tell you what, though, Steve Cohen, <laughs> John, he is doing everything he can to make sure that the Mets don't lose round one against the San Diego Padres. Uh, you look at the back of today's New York Post, and he brings back Diaz, he brings back Nimmo, he brings in Quintana, he brings in the biggest one of all, Justin Verlander, he brings in this Japanese pitcher they say is going to be great, this kid Sanger, David Robertson. Those are six faces right there. So the Mets may have come up short last season in a 100-win season, 101-win season, I should say, but Steve Cohen looks like he's really playing for keeps this offseason. Yeah, you know, as soon as Mr. Cohen bought the team, you know, he's, he obviously is a Met fan and rooted for the Mets all these years, and now he's the owner. Uh, he's he's spending money wisely, bringing in some good players. Obviously, the pitching staff is probably you know top in the league right now with the with the pitches that he brought in. Unfortunately, they, they lost Jake, but they you know followed up with Justin Verlander. Well, who would you rather have right uh, now on this day today today? Who would you rather have? Thirty nine year old Justin Verlander or Jacob Degrom, who quite frankly, as great as he was, and I loved watching him pitch, he was never healthy ever. Well, if you're comparing last year compared to last season, obviously Verlander had the edge because he had a, an unbelievable year and won a World Series and coming off of a Tommy John surgery two years prior. So, and unfortunately, Jake was hurt quite often uh, last year and the year before. So, uh, you know, and, and as a player, uh, you wait for your opportunity to become a free agent, and then you have the right to choose where you want to play. And then that's what Jay did. He chose. Uh, his opportunity to be a free agent, and he chose where he wanted to play. Um, yeah. Whether it's a good decision or bad decision, it's his decision, and he felt it was good for him and his family. We hate him now because of that. Though. We don't care how many games he won. <laughs> we hate you. Well, yeah, he, he, he did go to the American <laughs> League, so you don't have to worry about that. Oh, you're right. They're not like a freaking Wheeler pitching for the Phillies against us. That really hurts. But I was listening. Yeah. Uh, I take a ferry ride back to Rockaway. John, you know all my friends in Breezy and Rock. You know them all. So right. I take the ferry, and then there's like a five-minute shuttle, free shuttle, takes me from the ferry to my house. And the guy that oh. drives the shuttle, this guy Ray, he's a great guy, he has the fan on every day. So he's got uh, Tiki and uh, Brandon Tierney on. And yesterday they they were complaining. They were saying, I guess they're Yankee fans, one of them, I don't know. And they're like, listen, yes, we brought back Aaron Judge and we gave the GM a contract extension. But all we've done is judge. I mean, you got Cohen across the street. He's signing players every day. Judge is not enough. He won 99 games. He got blown out in the playoffs by Houston again. Judge is not enough. So Yankee fans are already pissed about next season because all they've done is judge. That was the easy one, and the Mets are signing everybody. Yeah, but, you know, the season isn't starting until uh, until April. I'm sure uh, Brian Cashman and the Yankee organization is going to do something before that. But, uh, you know, right now it's not even Christmas, so there's no need to panic. But uh, I understand where they're coming from when you see – it's cross-town team doing all the moves, and your team's not doing much, but uh, they did sign Aaron Judge back, which I thought was very important for the organization, and he's just such a good kid that uh, they can build a team around him, and then I'm sure they're going to do that. They have, I'm sure they have a plan. 
No, I'm sure they did too. But you know, Yankee fans are. I mean, they're very impatient. And the, the truth is, they have not won a World Series now in 14 years since 2009. <laughs> so it's becoming like that Messier chant almost, uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know, but uh, they have, uh, what is it, 27 of them? So they have room to spare. Yeah, they got a couple. Yeah, 27 is pretty good. You know, last time you were on, you were talking about the the Hall of Fame, and I saw Billy Wagner uh, a couple of weeks ago. Billy pitched for the Mets for like uh, 15 minutes, and he was was, was great. He was very good. And he had a very good career. But my producer, Justin Alec, he's a young kid, John, but he's a big baseball fan. I mentioned the fact that John Franco will join me, and to this day nobody has more uh, saves from the left side than John. And I was walking back to the studio moments ago before you came on, and Justin goes, oh, my God, you're right, even Billy Wagner. I go, no, I'm telling you, John Franco's got the most saves from the left side. He should be in the Hall of Fame. You and I had, had that discussion last time you were on. Any yeah. progress? What's, what's going on with that? Nah, nothing. Status quo still. <laughs> nothing, no movement. Nothing well, how do we get you in? Do we have to pay somebody, kill somebody? <laughs> what do I got to do? <laughs> That, that stuff's out of my hands. I can't control things. I have no control over. I'm sure I know a couple of guys in Bay Ridge. You probably know them too. They get yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, your numbers speak for themselves. You're the all-time yeah. saves leader from the left side. What else do you got to do? What else? Uh, I, I don't know, Sid. It's just, just, uh, just one unfortunate things, and uh, you know, when you don't have boats and stuff like that, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things where the writers vote and they they don't they you know you don't get enough votes, but yeah. then you you move on. So you just really can't dwell on it right now. Well, you got a great life. I mean, your son's playing. He's in the majors. You've got a daughter coming home today. In fact, you know uh, Andrew Giuliani lives uh, down there in Lower Manhattan, not far from the Freedom oh, Tower. Really? Yeah, and okay. and he's like, yeah, I think Johnny lives down here. I'm not gonna give away where you live, by the way, because psychos out there they'll come follow you and all that stuff, and you know, <laughs> steal your dog. But <laughs> yeah, I'm still walking my dog. Sid. No, you're not. When I see you, you swear, are you in the oh, same yeah. place? You're still walking the dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, my son yeah. Gabriel is now 14 years old, and he went to the uh, day camp there when he was a little boy. Yeah. And his fondest memory, he goes, I remember when Daddy used to talk to that Met player, Franco. He thinks that's your first name. Franco, when he was walking the dog, how cool was that, Daddy? I go, John is still my friend, Gabe. You're going to see him again. So you're still walking the dog in the same place. Yes, yes. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Somebody's, it's not even your yeah. dog. It's your wife's dog. Somebody else should walk the dog. Nah, that's my, he's, he's, he's my partner, man. He's a good dog. No, he's, he's a, a good, good dog. dog. Yeah. So what are you doing for Christmas? Are you guys staying home? Are you going to go to Florida? Are you going to do something uh, fun? I haven't decided yet. We haven't decided yet. We, we, our, our family, we do things the last minute, so we yeah. haven't decided what we're yeah. doing for holidays. Well, listen, uh, tomorrow's a big day for our radio station and every New Yorker. I speak for every New Yorker, John. Met fan, Yankee fan, it doesn't matter. We all love you. We appreciate what you did on that day and weeks after and years after. Back on 9-11, certainly your career spoke for itself. You're a great player, and you remain a, uh, an ambassador here in New York and a super guy. Every time I text you, you get back to me in five minutes, and I appreciate that. Thank you for everything, and Merry Christmas, my friend. Thank you, Sid. Happy holidays to you and your family also. You you. too. God bless you. There he is, one of the all-time greats, John Franco. That is a super guy right there. That is a New York guy through and through. 
If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and they will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.